Welcome to Fum Club Takeover, presented by Belle Fum Inc. and Lux TV. And, and I'm your host, Middles, and today we have the beautiful... Fayolani Cass. Okay. Thank you. Okay. And you know what? I'm so excited about this. You know, I'm a girl, so I'm totally into this kind of stuff. So can you tell us about what, what you got? Why are you here? What, what do you do? I'm the founder of Aben Naturals, which is an organic hair and skincare line. We also make home products. Okay. Um, spa products and uh, baby products and stuff like that. Basically, I, I would say we are in an organic lifestyle. Okay. Line. Okay. And you yeah. know that's what's what's popular in right. That's actually what's popular right now is yeah. organic stuff. Um, it's funny and, that it's popular now because when I started twenty years ago, it was not really popular. People were like, "What are you doing?" Okay. Okay. You know, and um, so I'm happy to see that it has caught on. Okay. Yeah, I'm happy too because you know we definitely need these things um, in our market. You know we need this for Black Girl Magic, um, but is it is it only geared towards the African American women, or can all you know all women use this? But the way that I formulate the products, because in my family, like my kids are biracial, they're mixed. Okay. So I formulate the products so that they can serve all curly hair. Whether okay. you have texture like mine, texture like my kids, textures like my nieces and nephew, okay. which tend to be a little more on the four C side. Okay. Um, I'm a four A. A, B, and C. Oh, okay. My daughter, I guess her hair is more like a 3B. Okay. My son is like a 3C. Okay. My ex-husband is Caucasian. He has straight hair. So the way that I formulate is that the whole family could be connected through the products. Okay, I like that. I and like he that. had some products for him as well in here. Yeah, because I didn't want to... I wanted to create something that... Because when I got married, I knew that my kids were going to feel different. Okay. But I didn't want them... To feel different in their home. Okay. So I formulated products that all of us can use together. Okay, that's, that's um, good. Yeah, I mean, the, the curly hair products, for example, the way that I formulate them, they're very light. They're not greasy. They don't leave buildup. They don't weigh your hair down. So whatever your texture, your hair is going to be super hydrated. Okay. Your curls are going to drop. Your hair is going to blow with the wind okay. and it's going to flow. And you're not going to have the buildup or anything like that. That would... That would kind of weigh down on, you know, less coarse hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why, you know, they're everyone can um, use them. Yeah, I'm, I'm into the, the hair feeling weightless um, feel. I yeah. absolutely feel, love when I can't feel my hair on my head. Exactly. I, um, I just, you know, well, granted, you know, I like braids too. But when it's my own natural hair, I want it to feel so weightless, so free and everything like exactly. that. Exactly. And that's the reason why I started doing this also because... 20 years ago, um, you know, before people started to look at natural products and natural ingredients and embracing an organic lifestyle, mm -hmm. every product for us was made with wax or petroleum. Right, to try to control the hair. Yeah, and the idea was if something was very heavy, it would control your curls. Yeah. Which is not true. Yeah, yeah. To define and to moisturize and to get your curls to do what you want them to do is all about hydration, which has nothing to do with grease. Right, right. And um, so when I went natural, that's when I really realized that all the products that were on the market for us that we were accustomed to using okay. 
we're actually drying our hair out and creating this super coarse hair texture that made us into, you know, like not being able to handle our hair. And the, the next thing to do was get a relaxer because you just can't handle this. Yeah. And when you have products that nourish and hydrate and help you embrace your texture, you're mm -hmm. less likely to want to have a relaxer. Because yeah, why, I agree. Why I totally agree with that. <laughs> well, now that we actually got into why you created the products, um, you're Haitian, right? Yes. So Born and raised. I love that. I was born in Haiti, um, left when I was two. So I can't say raised, but I embrace my Haitian culture so much. But so where are you from in Haiti? Where's your family from? Well, my dad is from Jacques Mel. My dad too. <laughs> and it's so funny because I was doing to the family tree not too long ago. And I found out that my grandfather, he was to be a, a judge in Jacques Mel. Okay. That's just kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. Back in the, I guess, late 20s, 30s. Okay. Um, and my mom's family is from a little bit of everywhere, but mostly Kai. Okay. And, uh, but I was born in Port-au-Prince. Okay, okay. Yeah, me, me too. I'm different in Port-au-Prince. And it's so funny because I'm different long tap tap. Pas vrai. Yeah, I'm from Port-au-Prince. 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 I'm I could have chose a destiny, a place to be born, or something like that. But when I tell people that story, they're like, "My mom be like, it's like for him a day or two I'm like, "Oh, that is not the reason." <laughs> but you know what? I was like your mom. Um, I was living in Dallas, Texas, when I was pregnant with my with my daughter. Okay. And not to talk Dallas down, but when I lived there. I encountered a bit of racism. Okay, okay, okay. And I'm a very defiant person being Haitian. Okay. I was like, there's no way in hell I'm going to have this state on my birth certificate for my oh, daughter. Yeah, you wasn't about that. Because it's just, I felt like I wasn't being embraced there. <laughs> so I got on the plane when I was, um, I want to say I was at 36 weeks. Okay. And I landed on July 5th. I went for my first doctor's appointment on July 7th, mm -hmm. and the doctor was like, you're crowning. Wow. So I almost had her on the plane. I was wow. having contractions, but since it was my first child, I didn't you, know. Okay, yeah. I was like, man, she is stretching in all types of directions, not realizing that Water could have broke right there on the yeah. plane. Jesus. I was, on I was in labor and didn't even know it. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Okay, well, that's interesting. You know, I love <laughs> I love hearing these crazy birth stories. Um, so for your business, what are your plans to further your business? I'm re well, I did some restructuring. Okay. You know, we were at Whole Foods for 18 and a half years. Oh, so years. you guys are in Whole Foods? Yes. Okay, that's cool. We, we were. Oh, you were? I'm we sorry. were the first black brand on the shelf at Whole Foods. We kind of opened the whole idea of them carrying products for natural hair. Okay, okay. Um, I, I used to model back in the day and when I would shop at Whole Foods I never saw product on the shelf for my hair type so I started to mix my own okay so you were natural like all your life not all my life okay. um towards the end of my modeling career I got tired of the, the okay the polish relaxed yeah, yeah I, I just got it. you know and but then I never liked a relaxer okay my mom relaxed my hair for the first time when I was 11 okay. and I grew it out and then the second time I was 16 and I grew it out and then she talked me into another one when I was about 18 I grew it out okay and then when I left the nest to, you know, I was engaged to get married, I was like, okay, this is time for me to be me. Okay. So I chopped all my hair off two months before my wedding. Really? And you can imagine a Haitian mom. 
Oh yeah, she wasn't having that. <laughs> I showed up with, with a little afro. Bonjour, Madame Messa. Oh, she was like, "Gade qui satisfie en fait tête l'envolalmoyer." But to me, it was a it was a way of liberating myself. Right, right. Because I felt like the relaxer was almost like jail. Okay. It was not natural. And my hair didn't like relaxers. I put a relaxer, and within like the first three months, my hair looks great. The moment I do a touch up, my hair breaks off. Okay, okay, yeah. And you know, then, then, then it just did not feel. I'm, a, I'm a very low maintenance person. Okay. So this is day three of my wash and go. Okay? I love wash and go. So that's actually yeah. one of my favorite natural looks. It is. It's, it's so easy, and. When you have a relaxer, you have to go to the salon, get your hair blow dry, sit under the dryer for two hours. To, it's like, my God. Right. It's a process. It's too much work. It's a process, yeah. You know? So natural was natural. Okay. So so where is your products located now? We have our boutique, okay. which we just, just opened in downtown Overtown area. Okay. Uh, our products are available on Amazon. And we have select salons that we work with. Okay. Um, the addresses for those salons are listed on our, on our website. Um, after, you know, us going, how do you say that? After we uh, separated Separate. ourselves from um, Whole Foods, Whole Foods mm -hmm. I wanted to work more one-on-one -on -one with the salons. Okay. Whole Foods has asked us to come back, but, you know, it's... Um, I really want to focus on the salons, okay. you know, because I feel like it's a more personal um, relationship with the consumer where you can actually sit down and look at their hair and explain to them exactly which regimen works for them. Where when they go to the grocery store, they don't have that experience. Okay. And one thing that I would get a lot over the past 18 years when I was at Whole Foods is customers would call me all the time while they're standing in front of the products at the store. So, which one do I get from my hair? Oh, wow. And I like that personal relationship. Yeah. So, to me, that's kind of the approach that I want to try for a bit and see where it goes. Because, you know, um, our products work depending on your porosity, too, which okay. is very important. Yeah. And, and your curl pattern. Um, and not everyone has the same porosity. Mm -hmm. You could have hair like mine right, and right. have very low porosity where the products just, That's true. you know, it's just so, I, I really train the salons on looking at your hair, trying different products to see exactly which regimen is going to be correct for you. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, and actually being in a hair industry myself, I do have a few of your products at home. Oh, yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think they're good. They're really good, actually. Thank you. I, su I support the business. Thank you. Um, but also being a black Haitian business, right, do you you see yourself you know venturing out to haiti with these products they are, in are haiti. they already in haiti oh that's they've been cool. in haiti for seven years look at that look at that they're in a place called tanas beauté in pétionville okay what about france uh france we ship to france okay i don't have a spot in france selling the products as of yet because okay. um i, I do want to expand a little more internationally because we do get orders from all over the world because okay. i know you said you that your products is a French name. And what well, is it? Well, what is, yeah, let you explain the name. If the name of the product is Eben, right? right? And in Haiti, we speak both French and Creole. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to choose a name that resonated with me. Okay. Because when I started the brand, people kept on telling me, do not make products for black people. Really? Yes. Wow. Can you believe that? Right. <laughs> they were like, if you make natural products for black people, it won't sell. Right. And being the defiant person that I am, I'm like, not only gonna, am I going to make products for black people, I'm going to give it a name that resonates with who I am. Absolutely. So Eben means ebony in French. And to me, it's, it means pure, organic, flawless, 
natural. Just the name sounds refreshing to me. Yes. <laughs> and, you know, and granted, everyone can use the products because we have customers that are Jewish, Lat Latino, mixed, African-American, Caribbean-American, Caribbean folks. We, have, we, we cover everyone. But I, I want when you pick up the bottle and you see the name, you know that a black woman made this product. Yes, yes, and yes. that's the reason why I chose okay. this name. Well, um, being a, a, um, a belle femme. <laughs> oh, thank I, you. You're very beautiful. <laughs> um, what does um, belle femme mean to you? What, 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 what do you think of belle femme? When I think of belle femme, I think someone that embraces who she is 100% without making any kind of apologies for who she is. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I like that. I like that. Very straight to the point. Yes. I like <laughs> so I don't know if you're quite familiar with what's been going on this summer. It's called the Hot Girl Movement. Have you a Hot Girl Summer? You, do you know what that is? No. So a Hot Girl Summer, I guess it's a battle between guys and girls this summer about, you know, you know, some people take it very negative, but with me, I feel like, you know, being, well, I'm going to give you my definition of a hot girl, hot girl summer and you'll let me know if you think you're having a hot girl summer. Or, you okay. Know, so to me, a hot girl summer is, you know, someone that's about their business. You know, they're taking care of business. They're saying what they mean and meaning what they say. You know, they're having um, women empowerment. You know, they're having brunches, lunches. They're loving everyone around them. They're just doing everything positive. What she said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all about that. And, you know, they're doing it in a very respectable, modest way. So yes. I just want to are you having a hot girl summer? Uh, I guess I am. Okay. I guess I've been having a hot girl year. <laughs> You know what? I like that even better. Hot girl year. You're gonna end up. You're gonna end the year with a hot girl year. Yes. Okay. Okay. I mean, I think that's the way to be true to oneself. Okay. You know, you have to not only um, empower yourself but empower others as well. Okay. As I had mentioned before we started to tape, I do the Eben Bazaar once a year where I bring other Haitian-owned businesses to bring them on the platform to introduce them to other clients okay it's all about connecting networking and empowering that's good each other i like the fact that you sh you like to share within the community you like to bring the people together yes i think that's very you know very it's very resourceful very smart you know very um humble because some people they like to just be about them making sure that their stuff you know is out there they don't really care about anybody else but you're actually trying to bring a group of yeah, people together. I don't like that kind of energy yeah me either me either I feel like you know you get blessed more when you you know when you do the things together when you invite people into the circle and stuff like that and to me it's not even about looking for blessings it's just that I if, if there's a way that I can help you why not help you okay like I had a scare of breast cancer oh, wow. a couple months ago, okay? okay? There's a woman called Pastel Auguste. Mm -hmm. She has a, a company called HEPP, H-E-P-P, okay. where I'm going to give her a little plug. She offers free mammograms in the Haitian community. Oh, wow. She's all about saving women from breast cancer in the Haitian community, right? That is right? amazing. That so is Pascal amazing. went after me for a few months. You got to get a mammogram. You got to get a mammogram. You got to get a mammogram. And I had such a negative tone about mammograms. And right. I just was like, okay, well, I'll pass your pamphlet. I tell people, but, but I don't know if I'm going to do one. Right, right. And she kept on calling and calling. And then finally she says, Fayola, I have an appointment for you. On May 31st. Right. May 31st is my father's birthday who passed away from colon cancer. Right. So when she gave me that date, I was like, holy. It's a sign. Yes. Dad wants me to go get a mammogram. Yeah. You know what? I didn't say the word. <laughs> <laughs> so I went and they found three masses. And they sent a letter in the mail, which thankfully I didn't get because I didn't check my mailbox. So she got her letter first and she called me frantic. And I was like, calm down. 
are you okay? <laughs> She's like, well, you know, I'm so sorry. And I said, calm down. Yeah. What's going on? And she told me, I said, you know, I said, um, I think I'm going to be okay. She goes, yeah, but I didn't want to give you the news. I said, it's okay. You know, I mean, I know cancer is very prominent in my family. And I believe that 50% of it is your genes and the other 50% is lifestyle and what you do. Absolutely. And I said to her, I, I make natural products. I eat natural food. I exercise. I even make my own deodorant. So I'm feeling good right now that it may not be cancer. Okay. okay. Maybe it's allergies. And okay. she started laughing. She goes, okay, well, I'm going to be optimistic with you. <laughs> and, um, but then after the news sunk in, I was like, what am I going to do? Right. Who's going to take care of my kids? Right. Who's going to run the business? Right. You know, and I was stressed for a while. And then we had the second test done and um, then it turned out to be, uh, what do you call them? Cyst. Okay. Okay. I did a detox. The cyst went down. And um, and so I've been helping her promote. I put it on my business pages. I do email blasts with her number. Because I think what she's doing in the Asian community is great. Yeah. And I even went on, um, on, on a radio station with her, a Haitian radio station. Mm -hmm to get the word out so that she can help and save as many lives, you know? Okay, well, I think that, you know, it's, it's great that, you know, it was nothing serious, you know, that Thank you were able to get rid God. of it. Absolutely, God is yeah. so good. Um, so with that being said, um, so you mentioned social media. Um, so do you, is social media lifestyle for you? Is this, you know, do you find that social media is what's helping push your business more? Uh, I'm very bad with social media. I actually just started really pushing on Instagram, I want to say, two years ago. Okay. I had the name reserved for years, but I never did anything with it. Okay. And about two years ago, my kids were like, Mom, you've been around longer than everybody else. You really need to be active. Absolutely. I agree. And so two years ago, I started to post things. And I don't post all the time. I have someone that posts for me as well sometimes. Okay. But um, I'm more about word of mouth and introducing people to the to the products. I've been, I've been approached by a lot of bloggers and a lot of YouTubers and a lot of different personalities on social media. And, um, I prefer to work with actual customers okay. and show how the products work. Okay. So you know? social media is not like a big nine to five for you then? No. And I know it's very important. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say it's not, mm -hmm. but I'm a very real person. Okay. And if a blogger is going to be using my products, I would like to be present to see how they do it. You know, okay. I don't want to have this whole big production where you, you, you know, it needs to be realistic. Okay. I'm more on the real okay. side of things. I like that. I, I like that. You know, it's what you get, what you see is what you get. Exactly. And being hands on. I like yeah. that. It needs to be relatable. Right. Or the person looks and says, you know what? I can achieve that. Right. I don't want high production because a lot of times I look at those videos and you could tell they had rollers in there or something else. And the thing is, the person is never going to achieve that look. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so we're going to go ahead and go to our special topics. And we did um, you did choose to talk about domestic violence and abuse. Yes. So I'm going to go ahead and give you the mic and, you know, tell share your story if you have one or, you know, just what's your out, um, your outlook on domestic violence and abuses. I have a couple of things to say about domestic violence. Um, I was married for seven and a half years. Okay. And when I got married, now looking back, there were signs there, but I just, you know, I, I, I was not raised in a domestic violence home. So I did not recognize the signs at first. Okay. okay? Um, when I started the business, my ex 
didn't think it was gonna go anywhere okay he came home one day and he was like listen i'm tired of the weight of the family being on my shoulders you need to put our daughter in daycare and get a job i don't care if it's in a grocery store at the gym or whatever but you need to get out of the house and bring in some income okay and i looked at him like this is not the conversation we had before we got married okay it was agreed that we were i would stay home with our child until she was about two then she could go to preschool because I really wanted to be involved. You never know who you're leaving your kids with. I agree. I'm not going to drop a child that doesn't speak yet. Boom, here, take care of my kid while I go get a part-time job somewhere and give you all the money I made to pay, to pay for this daycare. It just didn't make sense to me, right? Mm-hmm. I said to him, I said, you know what? You married a Haitian woman, and she told you she was going to stay home with her kid. I am not going to get a part-time job anywhere. Okay. He's like, but then you need to, you need to call your agent and get back into modeling. I was like, no, I don't want to model anymore either. Because that would mean traveling with the baby on jobs and that would not be um, good for her. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, they, don't, they don't care about the, it's not like it's unprofessional. Models okay. go on set with babies all the time. Okay. I just didn't want to have my baby on the plane. You know, it's just, yeah. no. And so I said to him, I'm going to start a business. And he laughed at me. He laughed. He was like, ha, when you're done dreaming, get a part-time job. Wow. And to me, being defiant (laughs) my father raised me to uh, not see obstacles okay which was a gift Mm -hmm. because my dad and i didn't know this until my father passed away um his dad didn't take care of him okay my father grew up very poor okay there wasn't even a dirt there wasn't even a floor in the house that he lived in it was dirt okay and he used to buy one shirt one pair of pants one pair one pair of shoes take them apart buy fabric and leather to make more to go that's not the man that i knew my father was a doctor an engineer and an attorney okay that's what i knew so it's not after he passed away that the story came out okay. of where my father came from, which gave me even more respect for him. Okay. He was a very driven man. He never saw obstacles. He didn't okay. let, like, I don't see color when I'm doing business. Sometimes people say, you know, being a black woman, don't you find this? I don't go into anything as a black woman. Okay. I go into it as a business Businesswoman. woman. So, and my father never put those things on him either, mm-hmm. you know? So when, when my ex-husband told me that, I was like, you must not know whose kids you're talking to. <laughs> You know, yeah. I had been mixing these products when I was modeling for years. Okay. People had already been meeting us at airports and stuff to buy them. I was like, okay, I'm going to turn this into a business. And I went and I met with Whole Foods, one of, one of the buyers there. His right. name was Jason. And I said, Jason, you don't have any products on the shelf for, for black hair. He's like, well, yeah, we do. And he showed me the shampoo for people that color their hair black. And I was like, no, I mean, you don't have products for this. <laughs> this is black hair. Right, right. And he looked and he was like, oh my God, you're right. I said, yeah, and I've been shopping here for years and I've been making my own products. Okay. I'd be more than happy to show you what we have. And he's like, okay, bring it on. I went home and I told my ex-husband, John, I said, you know, um, I had a meeting with Whole Foods and I want to see the products. And he was like, and where are you going to make this stuff? I said, I'm going to make it at home. Oh, yeah, you're going to make products at home and someone's actually going to buy them. I said, you know what? So negative, Jesus. Very. <laughs> I said, you know what? Keep all that stuff in your head to yourself. Right. All I need is your help with putting together my labels for me and my logo. I'm going to sketch what I want it to look like because I didn't know. I was not savvy in the computer as okay. he was. I said, this is all the help that I'm going to need from you. He's like, fine. I'm going to help you with that. And when you're done, go back into modeling. Oh, okay. We Mm -hmm. had this conversation, and I never forget it. April 7th, 
And by June 15, we were on the shelf. June 30th, the article came out in the Dallas Morning News and we sold out. I know he felt so foolish. Oh, it gets better. Six months later, he lost his job. Oh, and guess who was supporting who? And he didn't work for four years. Oh, wow. And that's where the domestic violence came in. Okay. Because he here you have someone now. that's almost 15 years older than I am. I think it's 13, 15. I would have to do the math. Between 12 and 15. And he's a Caucasian man who's used to, you know, all the doors opening, right. never having to, you know, like really push your way through things. And, um, and all of a sudden now this younger black woman is supporting the family yep. and it really hurt his ego, which I didn't understand. Cause with you, that's your husband. And so that's you know, my husband. That's my family. I'm right. taking care of us. I got this, right, you know? Right. But to him, it was a blow to his ego. Yeah. And my sister-in-law, my ex-sister-in-law came to me one day. She was visiting from Oregon. She's like, you need to quit your business. And I said, why? Why do I need to quit my, my business? She says, it's really hurting your husband. Don't you see what it's doing to him? Wow. And then I said to her, oh, hold on a second. Is this the advice that you would give to your daughter? She says, oh, no, I would tell my daughter to leave him. I said, oh, so what's good for your child is not good for me. Right. And I was like, so if I quit the business, how are we going to support this family? Are you going to pay my bills? And she just looked at me, went up to our guest room, and didn't say another word to me. Foolish. And, and that's another thing, too. When you are, the more abusive he became. The more successful you became? The more successful I became, the more abusive he became. Right. The more angry he became. Right. So the more successful I became, the angrier he became. Okay. And I tried really hard to make the marriage work. Yeah. Because I already had two kids with him. Right. So we did a marriage counseling thing. I, I, I had him go to seek anger management and everything. And I would walk into the marriage counseling room and the counselors would ask him to step out for a minute. And they were like, girl, you need to leave this marriage. Yeah, it was like he just refused. You know what? It's, yeah. Sometimes it's like he didn't want to. That's what he didn't want to. He probably just didn't want to even put the effort in, you know. And the thing is also he didn't realize that he was being abusive to us. Okay. And... And something else I'm going to say, um, the system is not really set up to protect women in domestic violence. Wow. Um, when I would call the police and they would come over, they have this rule where they come and when they remove the person, you think to yourself, oh my God, thank God I can breathe. But they tell him he can come back in 24 hours. So now you've called the police on this person because you were scared. And now in 24 hours, he's back in your home. Right. What do you think is going to happen? He's going to be even more outraged. Cause exactly, because you have the audacity to call the police on him. Right. And I don't think that's, that's one thing that I have a, a, a problem with when I was you know, in the situation. Right. Um, he was abusive to our, to our children. He tossed my daughter around whenever uh -huh. he was enraged. And I, was, and, I, and I would tell them that, and they would have him come back. Within 24 hours. So I had, I had to eventually get, you know, when I filed for divorce, I, I, I got a restraining order. But I'll never forget this. The one time that I called the police, I was living in Kendall at the time. Okay. And I'm saying Kendall because I want the Kendall Police Department to do better by women who are in situations like, like these. The police officer, I don't remember his name. I wish I did. <laughs> he was very... I don't even know what the word would be for him, but God, God bless him. And I pray to God that none of the female in his family ever have to go through something like this. He, um, and this is what my ex-husband tells me when he comes back to the house. 
He says, oh, you called the police on me. When I was downstairs, they were like, is she worth it? Wow, very disrespectful. Very disrespectful. Is she worth it? Um, and then this, this particular po police officer told, her, told him, man, if I had one like this at home, you know, the way she's talking and stuff, I'd probably beat her ass too. Excuse my French. Wow. And so he came back feeling empowered. Yeah. He, you know what it was? He, he, now he feels like every time he called the police, he's going to get another police officer like this. Right. So, you know. And so when he told me that, I called the police station and I told the chief there exactly what that police officer said. And he had the nerve to call me and threaten me. Wow. He's like, oh, you're calling my boss and telling my boss this. And I said, listen, what you did? I'm a strong woman in a situation. But imagine if I was not a strong woman in this situation. Imagine if I was a woman that had been beaten down till she could not even recognize herself. And what you're doing is creating a weapon that's getting stronger in her home. Absolutely. And I said, you're not going to threaten me. Absolutely. And I hung up. And um, a few months later, I, I, you know, I, I filed for, for divorce and I got a restraining order, which the judge gave me for life, That's which is good. not something that they usually do. That's good. To my surprise, my ex admitted to everything in court. I was really shocked because I was expecting him not to, right. you know, but anyway. That's, that's where I wanted to touch on domestic violence. Well, if, if, if a woman is going through domestic violence, the best thing for you to do is just get a restraining order because... Trying to look at the police to help, the way that the laws are right now, is the person's home, so they have the right to come back. I get it. And it does not really protect you. You have to leave, get a restraining order and all of that. I had to basically move into my first store with my children wow. and get a restraining order. I had to leave my home. Well, you know what? All this is wonderful testimonies for somebody else. So, you know, <laughs> things happen yes. for a reason. You know, yes. it's, it's unfortunate it had to go, you know, it had to be through domestic violence, but all of it is a testimony. <laughs> So just to, you know, change the mood, let's go back okay. to having a little, let's go back to hot girl summer. So I don't know if you're familiar with the Millennium Tour MCM. So MCM is called Man Crush Monday, right? So, you know, it doesn't have to be in the Haitian community. If you could crush on any, if you're crushing on any guy, who, who, who is this guy? It can be a celebrity, it can be a local, it can be anybody you want to. I hate to say it, but I don't have a crush. You don't have a crush? I don't have Aww. a crush. At all. You just, you so focused on you. Is that what it is? I'm so focused on my business and where I want to go because after I got divorced, I pulled back a lot okay. on the business because okay. I really needed to nourish, nurture, and help my kids heal. Okay. And, you know, the divorce was very hard for them. Okay. What went what transpired before the divorce was really hard for them. And I felt guilty because okay. I was so busy being a businesswoman that I felt as though I let my kids down. Okay. okay so I was like, you I know what? It. I'm gonna paddle for a while mm -hmm. and wait for them to get older. So I kind of maintained the business in a little bubble that I could control. Okay. Until they got older. So now I'm doing my thing again. My son's 17, my daughter's 21. And okay. I just opened my second store because I had to close the first one um, because of the because of the um, divorce. Okay. But yeah, uh, unfortunately. I um I guess I'm crushing on myself. Okay, I love that. I actually love that. Um, so with music, do you like? Are you into music and stuff I like, like that? I like all types of music. I just want to kind of get to know you. So you like all types. You're into compa, all that. I and listen stuff like to that. everything. Okay. I listen to Haitian. I listen to Brazilian. I listen to African. Very diverse. I listen love to it. Hip hop. I listen to jazz. Everything. Well, with you know, of course, being a woman, is there any women in the Haitian music industry that you admire that you think is doing a great job? And you know, I have two. 
Um, I love Emily Michelle. Oh, yes, yes. She's very talented. And also, like, I'm probably going to pronounce her name wrong, but Felicia Ross. Yes, you're right. Felicia Ross. Felicia Ross. She's <laughs> I like those Yeah, she's two. talented. Yes. You know what I like about her? Um, I've heard her speak. Me, no, well, to myself, I have a very strong voice. And, you know, outside of music, her voice sounds great, but she also has a strong speaking voice as well. And, you know, it made me feel like, you know, this beautiful um, woman, when she speaks, I mean, when she sings, she sounds so beautiful. And then she, too, has a strong voice like I do. So, you know, it kind of made me feel like, you know, it's okay. very down to earth. Very, 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 very. Um, the funny thing is I was doing an event last year mm-hmm. and her mom came up to me and her mom was like, you know, my daughter uses your products. And I oh didn't yeah. Know, her mom's a nice lady know, too. I didn't know who she was talking about at first. And she took me backstage and I met her and she's so, um, her little sister is beautiful. Right. Her mom is beautiful inside and out. And Felicia spirit is so, I don't even know what the, she's, she's so mellow and yes, so you know yeah inviting yes, and stuff yes, like that yeah I've yes. been around her too I can say the same thing I love yeah. I actually adore being around her um so with that being said like I said hi girl summer um what what you know what I was gonna say what products do you use to keep you at um keep you um continuing to be a hot girl but you know we can definitely see <laughs> these right here are the products that you're using you look so so young and so I beautiful do. yeah you do I'm getting old y'all i'm old you're glowing you look good well, you look good you. um do you want to point out what some of these things are real quick sure well um let's see this is for hair that's thinning okay male pattern baldness runs in some women in my family Believe okay it or not i had a i had a little bout with it okay and i brought my hair back with this oil oh, i put the pictures on our um, on my instagram page okay um this is my favorite perfume. Oh, that's what perfume. I use. Yes. Does that come in a bigger or just that, just that? Just that because it's very concentrated and very pure and this will last you a very long time. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, sorry. Uh, these are very dear to me. Okay. When my daughter was three months old, she was diagnosed with eczema and she okay. had it on her face all over her body. Okay? okay. So I started making baby products 20 something years ago she's she just turned 21 so we have the natural baby powder and the lotion and we have the diaper balm which i didn't bring and other things like that um this is one of our newest products which is the curl and coil enhancing custard i think i had that <laughs> and i made that specifically for the 4c um textures which i have on my hair right now which okay. i have a combination of, of all but um i wanted to create something that gave you extreme moisture without weighing your hair down okay so this one has the mango butter it has the moringa and it also has the good old-fashioned masquiti in it which you know what i'm a diehard diehard fan of little masquiti oh my gosh i don't care how strong it smells that's my go-to but here's the thing i want you to open this and smell it okay because i did a pretty good job masking um the aroma <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing you don't even know you have masquiti on uh, this is one of my favorites as well it's a body souffle I have eczema as well that's where my um, children get it from Okay. so this is a thicker cream that you would use in, in the winter months we okay. also have our natural bars or soap okay. if you want to make your feet pretty we have the foot soap with okay. a little foot lotion and okay. I think this is our men product this one. Oh, you guys have men products well, yeah I was married so okay. way, but, you know the thing is the way that a, a Ben is um, there's every single product has a story behind it okay okay I like you know? that I like yeah. that 
Um, okay, well, I'm 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 here I'm here for the uh, the vibe. I'm here for the glow. I'm here for the beauty. <laughs> I'm here for the the organics and stuff like that. Um, so, what do you? And also, what is your favorite quote? What do you say to yourself when you wake up in the morning? What do you say to other women when they're speaking to you? Because I'm pretty sure you told your story plenty of times to other women. So, what is that one quote that you use to encourage these women, and you encourage yourself, your daughter, you know, people around you? Um. What I say sometimes may sound negative, but it's not. Okay. Because I've had women come up to me and say, you know, I don't have a support system. I don't have this and I don't have that. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a support system. Okay. When I got divorced, there was no support system. That's why I had to pull back quite a bit. So what I usually tell women is you have to be your own supporter. Okay. That's, you I have like that. to beat to your own drum. Do not expect a support system. If you get it, that's wonderful. Right. But don't go about your day expecting any help from anyone. Okay. Make sure you have your back at all times. I completely agree. Because if you do, then you always know where you're going. Okay. Because when you depend on other people, you don't have full control of where you're going. I so absolutely that's agree. the advice I usually give. And I'm sorry if it sounds bad, but it's very realistic. Yeah. So and it's kind of like how people realistic. say you have to love yourself first before yeah. anything else. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, before we wrap it up, can you let the people know one last time where they can find your products, where they can find you? How can they contact you? Sure. You know, any words of encouragement, anything that you want to let them know? Well, words of encouragement is do your thing. Okay. Um, as you heard, when I started the business, I didn't have the support of my ex-husband. So if I expected him to help me, we wouldn't have this here you understand so you right. have to be like i said beat to your own drum and do your own thing um you can find us at abennaturals.com which is e-b-e-n-e -E, with the word naturals with an s at the end.com you can find us on amazon when you search for a ben natural hair care you'll find the skincare products under that as well and we just opened our boutique about two months ago and it's at 1036 Northwest 3rd Avenue. And I know it's downtown area, but there's a free parking lot next to us. It's free for two hours. Um, and if they change it to a paid parking lot, you bring me your receipt and I will take that off of the you know, purchase. Okay. Um, and that's it. We're going to be expanding into more salons. You can always go on the website to see which salon is near you. And we're going to have a lot of little events happening moving forward just to teach women on how to embrace themselves, embrace their hair, embrace their skin okay. and, you know, empower themselves. I'm, I'm going to have different people in the community that I work with personally. Okay. I'm going to have my accountant come in and do a session to teach women on how to do their taxes, okay. especially when you're a single parent. There are things that are available to you through your taxes that you don't know about. Um, I'm going to have a financial advisor come in and advise on how you can save money to empower yourself. Okay. I'm going to have my mechanic come in because women are always getting taken advantage of. And oh, she's looking out for I us, sisters. She's looking out. I am. Let me tell you something. I was going to take my car somewhere to get work done, and they wanted $1,000. Oh, yeah. Mm -mm. And, and Sometimes they try to guy. get over you because you're a woman, yeah. I called this guy. He looked at it, and he was like, you need this and this and that. And I said, yes, I know. He's like, it's 400 bucks." I was like, wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. And he's all about empowering women. I like that. Because um, he feels as though we get taken advantage of a lot. So when mm -hmm. I mentioned that to him, he's all for it. You know, So whenever I meet someone that's a good person that I feel that others can benefit from, I try to push them out there as much as I can into my network. Okay, that's great. That's great. 
Well, definitely, I'm natural. Um, I've like I said, I've had some. I have some of your products, so I encourage you guys to go ahead and support. This is Thank a you. great line. She has men's stuff. She has children's stuff. She has skin stuff, hair stuff. So, ladies, go ahead and you know continue your hot girl summer with. Eben. Eben. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's the axe Eben. And everything's organic. Um, I definitely support it. And you know what? I enjoyed having this conversation. I enjoyed getting to know you. Thank you. Um, and 20 years, I would have never thought 20 years. And this is yeah. all you do. I think yes. it's excellent. I started home. I started to stay home with my uh, daughter. And um, I'm glad I did because as a single parent, sometimes it's really hard to be everywhere for your child. Right, and right, this right. has given me the freedom to do that okay well did i know gabby i'm not always everywhere <laughs> i know you're rolling your eyes but it, it gave me a chance to sit with them at lunchtime and read books to her and, her and her classmates it's giving me a chance to go to my son's games that's good because he has friends that are single parents too and okay. the moms are working two jobs okay and a lot of times they don't get to so this has been a blessing amen you know? a gift from God. Amen. That's the way I look at it. And you know what? Um, Like I said, thank you for being here. I enjoyed our conversation. I enjoyed our time. And thank you guys for tuning in to Fum Club Takeover. And thank you for being a part of the takeover. Thank you. Bizu. Bizu.